We forced a bot to listen to over 1,000 hours of podcasts and then asked it to write an episode of its own. This is that transcript. Welcome to West By Pod. This is my radio voice. I'm Mike Mallow. Well, hello, Mike Mallow. This is Jason Smith. This is just my regular speaking voice. That's how you talk? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome, everybody. We, we, we kind of... Uh, ran behind getting started, yes. so we're going to we're going to uh, hustle. We don't have any hard topics tonight. You know, we did the um, the asylum last week, and you know that is a pretty meaty topic, filled mm-hmm. with history and uh, ghosts and things like that. So, and literally insane uh, subject matter. Yeah, it was it was it was pretty nuts. So, but you know that that that, that is a meaty topic. Um, <laughs> vegetarians would not enjoy that, or no. or vegans for that matter. No, no, um, there, there's a, there's a lot a lot of meat to chew through there. Especially so, this time around, Val. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, we're we're recording a couple days before Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> we we were going to have topic about uh, food plate hierarchy, but that's uh, our our true experts on this are uh, unavailable tonight. You know, because we're two people who just kind of, you know, grab a plate and just gobble down whatever lands on it. Hence why we're running behind tonight. That's right. That's right. We, <laughs> we were actually doing that. Uh, this time spaghetti. But, you know, a couple days, uh, turkey. It'll be turkey. It'll quite, be a, quite a bit of turkey. Now, here's my question since it is right before turkey time. All right. So here's my question for you, sir. At Thanksgiving, when you guys do Thanksgiving or go out do Thanksgiving or, or Friendsgiving as you just came through, do you... Like, make the mistake, like I always do, when I see the one item, I'm like, oh, man, there's some turkey. And I go grab the turkey, and I fill up my plate full of turkey, and I'm like, crap, I can't eat anything else that's left out here. Or do you do, like, a spoon of everything that's left out? I'm actually, uh, I hit the sides first. Really? Um, yeah, I, I am uh, all about the sides. Okay. You know, your mac and cheese, your stuffing, okay. your mashed potatoes. So I go hardcore into it. Okay. And uh, t- turkey and desserts are, are secondary, actually. Turkey really? and all that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm all, I'm all about the carbs when it comes to Thanksgiving. You know, it's it's funny because like like everyone talks about the turkey and the ham. Of course, you gotta have those two things right there. But the joke that cracks me up is we live in West Virginia, and and obviously the biggest thing that everyone has around here is deer meat. Right. And every year I tell mom I'm like you know because mom obviously has the big Thanksgiving dinner and everything. Yep. And I said whatever you do make sure you bro- you make plenty of deer meat. And she's like no one eats this deer meat. And she'll make like two or three pounds of deer meat. And it is always the very first thing to go because everyone's like, "Oh, it's great turkey! Oh, hey, deer meat!" And then yeah. they just start. I don't you know. got a bunch of anti-traditionalists in your house. I know. What house. can I say? A bunch of hillbillies is what it is. <laughs> so, West Virginians—that's what you got. That's exactly what it is. All right. Okay. But yes, I, I, I find that the um, traditions, if you will, any other big traditions you do around the around the old tables on Thanksgiving Day. I'll tell you one of the cheapest dumb ones I've done since I was a little kid, and I'm trying to push onto my five-year-old right now to do, is, you know, we would take a paper bag, the old brown paper bag, and you fill it up full of newspapers, and you tie it off the very end, and then you proceed to paint feathers onto it, as well as take a little color paper, paint tail feathers and cut feathers, and you eventually draw a little orange head, okay. and you make yourself a little sense of turkey for your table and all that kind of stuff. And I did that for Marion, and you thought I showed her how to make gold, because she like freaked out last year when she was four. Like, that is a great, she still has 
that cheap Thanksgiving bird that I made in her room I saw the other day when I was going through her stuff. And I was like, why does she have this old thing? So now you, you taught a uh, man to fish. I, exactly right. And she, she will eat for forever. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's just kind of funny because now I, I look right there and she's always doing like little fun little crafts and arts. Her grandmother is the big arts and crafts person. I was just like, yes, let me show you how to do it. And even Martha was like, this is going to look like crap. It really did look like crap, but yeah, still. Yeah, we're, we're not crafty people at yeah. all, at least from a, like, physical, like, yeah. cutting out something. You know, for, for your um, for your family that you disagree with politically, you could always do the middle finger turkey and, and put it there. <laughs> and, well, um, they won't see, they won't even see that. But like, why is this turkey feels like, it's aggressive toward me. I don't know. That, that's a, that's a pretty, uh, yeah, it's a pretty rude turkey. <laughs> And actually, I think SNL just did a bit about that. Did so they do a bit? Yeah. yeah. So nice. I wasn't still on it. That was unique, but I realized after I said it that they did it too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So um, darn them. Send me money, SNL. Yeah. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. So. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, great minds think alike. There you go. So, so you you have a little list of like three items for us to talk about. I, here. I got a short list because I, I, we, I, we we have a short time, which well, is all right. It's all right. So uh, Jason is here tonight because he is uh, playing hooky from uh, being at a Christmas play read-through for, yes. for his church. Yes. Um, his pastors uh, found out minutes ago. Yes, I will and, not um, and I have been recruited as a heckler for when the time comes for that play to happen. Yes, exactly. Um, I will be your Waldorf. That's okay. I don't mind that. Oh, you got Tracy can be standing. Huh? That's, that's true. She, she, yeah, we make good ones. <laughs> yeah, You're not so much heckling as you just kind of riffing back and forth very loudly. Very loudly. Yeah, I don't know that's that so much heckling as <laughs> just being rude. Yes. Yes, but still, it's quite hilarious. It's funny. I that is one of the Muppets, probably my favorite characters of the whole Muppet thing, because I, I think everyone likes to be a pessimist at heart, like the, like uh, Walter, and and his buddy is right there. But no, I uh, yeah, I've been sort of asked, but was more or less told that I'm going to be doing the uh, Christmas yeah. play uh, for one of our churches down here, and I don't mind doing the Christmas play. I just you know. As you know, I, I got a kid coming here yeah. soon. Yeah, there's you got a lot going on. And and I have to add it on to the house and do a lot of things. And I'm like, like literally, you know what I did all this past weekend? Because I was like, I'm going to get some more cleaning. Because I, I, that's how it happened to me. I was planning on doing cleaning. I literally went through what we call the junk room now and try to organize everything and pack everything, get everything put away. And as a result, I ended up making more of a mess <laughs> and found unpacked more stuff because I kept on going through, well, this needs to come out of here. I need to put this up on the wall. I feel that one. Yeah. What tends to happen to me is that if I go to clean, like actually tear out something and clean, mm -hmm. it'll either not get put back and just make a mess of the room itself and not the you know where it was in the closet. Mm -hmm. Or I will put it somewhere else and need it a day later and not remember where that thing actually is. Mm -hmm. uh, th th those are only two speeds I have as far as cleaning. So um, I I'm very uh, not about cleaning or, or purging or anything like that. Oh, really? Purging is the same way. The second you purge something is when you, when you need it. I, I, I agree 100%. And you immediately go through going, I know this was over here. Crap! I threw all this crap away. And yep. Yeah, you go through, that. and it's it's usually you know less than a week later. So the joke is like every night I'm working on something in the house, and and so I kind of laugh because they're like, "You're going to be a play practice." I'm like, "I will." My favorite line I like: I "Never commit to everything. Never say I'll be there." He always says, "Say I'll try," and then when you don't make it, I say, "I tried." 
That is a huge aspect of my entire life. Yes. I never say anything definitively. Like, yes. probably is probably my most used word. Yes. Like, when I'm describing something. Like, this will probably happen. I'll probably get to this. Because yeah. there's no 100% guarantee on anything. I'm, I'm not going to make a promise because I'm probably not going to keep it. Exactly. Not because I don't want to. It's because I don't have the mental capability to. Ex- that, see, that's my big thing, too. That's why I was, Martha's like, are you going to get this done this weekend? Oh, I'll try. Yeah, exactly. That's, I didn't want to have one ever done to try. Oh, I tried my best. I tried, yeah. 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 Did I still get I get that. So, uh, play practice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the big thing about this area is that you you have trouble recruiting people who want to be in place. In, in place. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a long time, I had beef with the Arts Council here because, it, you know, it's community theater, mm-hmm. and they, they never held open auditions for anything for years. And so, so I, I really wanted to... Yeah, I, I don't newspaper here, but if, if I did, mm. I really badly want to write the headline, Community Newspaper Fails to Involve Community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted that headline, but, uh, it, you, know, you, know, my, you know, my wife's on the Arts Council now, and uh, the, you know, the thing I come to realize well, is there's just nobody who really wants to see, do that. See, that's a joke, because I've been on the other side of that. I've been part of the Arts Council, and I'm like, let's do auditions. And everyone's like, yeah, let's do auditions. And we put actually out on the paper, like, here, we're going to do auditions this day, this day, this day. And then I go talk to the director next week. It's like, how was the auditions? And like... One person showed, and I knew they were going to be in the play. So, and they were singing Lame Is. Yes. Or, yes, exactly. Sure. <laughs> and I was always like, really? And they're like, yeah. So so they they tried it. And then back in the day, you remember the old director, mm-hmm. he would have more people he knew what to do with. So yeah. he could sort of hand Yeah, you, you it. like costume people and lighting yeah. people and uh, sound people. And, yeah. And you barely have have one person between all three of those positions at yeah. this point. Yeah. Well, one of my favorite plays I saw when I was a kid that really inspired me to actually go in the plays and stuff, uh, especially around here, was Your Good Man Charlie Brown. Have oh you? yeah, I remember that one. I can't remember if I saw it or not, but I remember it was a huge production with like a lot of my friends around mm-hmm. it. And... Yeah, and I think I think Justin was the uh, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. Greg, or uh, Greg was Linus. And ironically enough, Greg is this very muscular guy, very tough guy, and he plays Linus, who's a very like weak and meaner, and, and he always gets his butt kicked and all this kind of stuff. And I always cracked up because I was like, for some odd reason, I I believe he can pull that. He's like, oh man. And my favorite line is is um, I forget who played his sister Linus, but she says. You see these things right here? And points their hand. Individually, these things can't do anything. But when I put them together, they make an ultimate force one can reckon. And I love Greg looks at his hand and goes, why can't you guys get it together like her? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it, and those are the little fun little yeah. things. So since that time, I've, uh, I jumped the, in. But, yeah, go the, ahead. The, 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 the first one that I saw that I really got into, and it, it was a very specific reason because... Um, it was on my 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. It was the imaginary invalid. And, uh, that, that was also the day I met my wife. Oh. Um, but also uh, the day I, I dated her best friend. Oh. So, so yeah. awkwardness as well. Well, well, you know, retroactive awkwardness. Yeah. It wasn't awkward yeah. at the time because, yeah. you know, you, you don't know how you don't know shake how out. the future goes. Yeah, yeah sure. but, but, uh, yeah, but what was hilarious about that play was they had this huge uh, budget for wardrobes. And uh, I think he, they said they paid like three or four hundred dollars for the wardrobes or something like that. You know, this is back when it was a huge production. 
But uh, I don't know what the play's about. Go ahead. Uh, I, I honestly don't remember that much. <laughs> but but the thing I do remember is like halfway through, uh, there was a wardrobe malfunction. The the guy, the, I think he's wearing pajamas the whole time. Oh okay. And the the band and the uh, the pajama pants broke. <laughs> and so he literally was like holding his pants up the whole time he was doing the scene. And the, the great thing about it was, uh, at the, and people were just laughing because of, of it, you know, his pants being broken, you know, yeah. and everybody knew it wasn't part of the show. Yeah. But at the very end of the scene, he starts to get door. He says, I'm, I must leave. I'm, I have to see a tailor. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, that, that got the biggest laugh of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was good stuff. Well, 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 So, anyway, so uh, Jason's playing hooky. and yeah. uh, Decided to come on down here and we, hang out with you. We, we get to make uh, fun of you for a little bit. And, uh, you yeah, know, good, good times there. So, the, the other thing I want to talk about this evening is hedge apples. Or crab apples. Or Osage oranges. I don't know what the proper name of them are. Well, first, I want to know, why are you interested in crab apples these days? Well, this is the time of year that you see them. They're, okay. They're, they're, there's places where they get in the road, and they're they're like softball size. You don't want to run over those guys. I find, and I remember at the base we had a crab apple tree, and the thing that always drove me nuts because I was my job to used to be I used to be part porter and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, you get to pick them up. And you had to pick them up, or if you let them leave them down there long enough, they start staining the concrete. Oh yeah. And then I have to, in the beginning of winter time, bring out a pressure washer uh, and try to wash off these crab apple stains. So yes, I feel your pain with crab apples. Yeah, they they get kind of funky when they start to rot. Exactly. Yeah, I, and, I understand that. And I don't know. I mean, can you have a crab apple pie? I think you can. I've always was told that they were poisonous. Are they po- See, I, I don't. I don't know. If that's I guess not. you could have a crab apple pie I, for those people you really don't care. For. I was thinking about recently because there was an article. Uh, it was about raccoons who got drunk off of uh, like fermented hedge apples, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I, I think it was Milton, West Virginia, is where it was up in Cabell County. Mm-hmm. But people called the animal control because they thought they were rabid. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they got there, they, they determined that they were actually just drunk. <laughs> and, and, and there's, there's I can just see this poor raccoon. <laughs> the, well, well, there, there's, a, there's a picture online of, uh, I think somebody caught it on a trail cam maybe. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm going to do a quick search for drunk raccoon. I'm at 2%, so I'm, I'm racing the clock here. Okay. More ways than one. Yeah. So anyways, but I don't know if it's a hedge apple or, or I think Osage Orange is the proper name, which yeah. it makes sense because it's orange-ish. I don't know if it's particularly citrus, but... Uh, well, well that's be the biggest thing. I wonder, we'll have to research that for next week and see where they come from and all that good stuff right there. Because I don't have a clue. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I know crab apples, are, those aren't what crab apples are, and I, I'm, I'm I'm curious as to how crab apples got the name anyways, because there's nothing particularly crabby about it. There's the picture. <laughs> he is, uh, he's, I, a, he's a little bit soused. The pupils on his ass are completely dilated. That's hilarious. It looks like it looks like he, they just busted up a stoner in the middle of a movie. Like, oh man, what's going on? Just kicking out of the theater. Like, like no, it looks like a stoner who watched cops, and while he's watching cops, he saw his own house, and the cops just <laughs> through his own door. Yeah, he uh, uh, he's enjoying life right at that moment. 
Well, I get you. I get you with the whole uh, crab yeah. apples and crabbiness. So, yeah, there's there's like um, you know crabs are uh, not really uh, West Virginia ish. You know, it's a little more of a Maryland thing. Yeah. So um, well, I, I don't think. How do they get down? I don't think crabs particularly enjoy apples. Same thing with the hedge. These things don't come off hedges. They come well, off trees. Well, I mean. You know, you've heard of your Johnny Appleseed who goes around and plants all these Johnny, these, uh, these uh, apple seeds and all this kind of stuff. I don't see like Krabby Jim going around. Like uh, Jimmy Crab Apple. Jimmy Crab He don't care. He, he, he just wears a shoe on his head. He's like, I'm going to do what I want. You can't eat these, but I'm going to put them in the ground anyways. I just hear, damn it, Jim, get out of here. Nope, I'm putting crab apples down. <laughs> these things are amazing. They get, they get to be the size of your head, and I want to put them in the ground and plant them. Be like, Jim, come on, these are killing all the animals around here. Some, I, I, I got a vision. Someday, when people drive metal horses, they're, they're going to hit those things in the road, and it's going to pop a tire, which I presume is made of a, a, a material that has not been invented yet. Um, it's going to break a spoke. <laughs> Let's put it that way. That spoke is going to split right in two. I wonder when rubber was invented. But anyways, yeah. No. That early 1900s. Oh, was it? Uh, I'm presuming the crab apple bob was, uh, you know, alive like back in the 1850s. Mm. You know, he died in the Civil War. You know, so, he's playing. He's playing for the South. He didn't make it. What? <laughs> Sorry, I was visualizing all that right there. Well, he, Lots taken. Man, that's what it was. He got the idea. I, I, and we run out of cannonballs. We can put one of these crab apples in there. That's gonna mess somebody up. That's, that's gonna take at least five. Yeah. Five Yankees. Yeah. Oh god. So. Congratulations. We have we have our first character. I know. I know. Crabby. I guess it's crab apple Bob. I forget. I forget the first thing I said. Uh, was that crabby Jim or crabby Bob? I don't know. All I know, <laughs> he's very crabby. It sounds like he's got a major STD problem. <laughs> So, wow, look he, out for Crappy Jimmy. He, when he's around, people are just itching. He, 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 he just wants to cause destruction. <laughs> so, all right, well, the, the, I think, the, I think the, it's... The 1830s weren't kind to him. <laughs> he did a lot of hard living back in those days, and he came out of the other end angry at the world. He just wanted to mess things up. He might have started the Civil War, I don't know. I don't know. I'll tell you, you want, you want to talk about funny stories about... Um, odd history and all that kind of stuff. Did I ever tell you my my? Since it is Thanksgiving, I'll tell you a quick story. Have I ever told you my sister's uh, version of the first Thanksgiving? Let's hear it. Have, I don't. I don't think you I haven't have, heard this. I don't think so. Ah, she'll kill me for saying this, but she don't. She won't listen to this. It'll be fine. That's right. So she, she's not one of our twenty-three listeners. Yeah, one of our twenty. Our forty-six ears. Yeah, yes. Long story short, Suzanne is probably five, ten years ago. Suzanne does this. Uh, she came home for Thanksgiving. She was super proud. She's like, you know, I just want you to know I'm touching lives out there. I'm like, really, Suzanne? Why are you touching lives? She goes, well, you know, I'm a music teacher. She goes, but I like to really expand and teach a little history, a little math, and do all these other things. Which, by the way, that alone scares me because I know my sister with oh, history or math. When a music teacher starts out saying that. Yes, you? yes. And you I was sitting there going. Some, some chisels up. Yes, yes. So I sat there. I was like, oh, Susan, well, what you do? So she proceeds to open up a kid's book that's maybe 10 pages. I cannot make this up. <laughs> that has the story of oh. 
the first Thanksgiving. So she opens up the book and proceeds to say, and the book's very basic. It's pretty much, you see the pilgrims yeah. get on the ship, flips the pages, pilgrims get on, get pilgrims get here. Next page is, is talking about Swanto and how he got him the, the corn. Right, and then right. flip pages, last page is pretty much them like sitting there all having Thanksgiving. So my sister proceeds to tell a room full of like first or second grades, and I feel bad for these kids now. <laughs> but she proceeds to say, tell the story. And she goes, okay, kids. So, do you know why the pilgrims left England? And I'm saying, and I haven't said a thing to her at this point. You're just trying to I'm just listening to her going, well, well that was, and it was one of those things where I was like, oh, God. And she goes, well, they, you see, the year was 1492. <laughs> And they were curious to see if the world was round. And I'm like, oh, God, Suze, no. And she goes, so they decided to get on a ship. And I was like, really? What were the... And I couldn't help myself. I was like, what were the name of the ships? The Nina, the Pentas, and the Santa Marias. And I, I think I said, wow, those are some interesting English ships. <laughs> because, yeah, I couldn't help. There's some great English names right there. That's some great English names right there. Not, totally and, not Spanish whatsoever. Yes. And she goes, she goes, and they were on the boats. And you know how long they were on it? Because she's flipping the pages. She goes, and you know how long they were One on the page. boats? One <laughs> page. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, God, help me with this. She goes, they were on there for a long time, like a good month. 200 years? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. That, this is all linking up. And she goes, they got over to the Americans now, and they couldn't figure out how to do, and they said the thing about Maya. And she's like, and they couldn't figure out how to put the, the maze. Do you know what maze is? I'm like, what's maize? Corn. And they taught them how to maize and, and plant maize. And then they were all together as one happy, happy Thanksgiving. And nothing Lee, bad ever happened to them. And nothing bad <laughs> ever happened. No, she didn't say that. But she goes, and they lived together in harmony and, and something stupid like that. And I just remember sitting there going, okay, Suze, well, I'm going to go ahead and say like 10% of that was correct. And, and of course, the funniest part was then going through it all and saying, well, uh, first it was, you know, like several, couple hundred years later of what you were talking about. Secondly, they knew the world was there and it was round at this point. That, that, that was a nice abridged version of American history you just threw down. Yeah, I was sitting there going, and all I can say about it is I can see these these four kids, like in fourth and fifth grade, arguing with their history. No, I'm telling you, Miss Smith told me. The music teacher is the authority. <laughs> and I just... She we, taught us uh, jingle bells. Yes. And you don't mess with the lady who taught us jingle bells. <laughs> and I just remember sitting there and, and I just remember sitting there and telling and was so happy. And I and I and I think it was finally like my mother was sitting there and she finally was just like she just was like, you know, you're getting Christopher Columbus and, and, and the pilgrims back. They have up. a separate holiday for that. Yes. Columbus Day. <laughs> Although maybe she thinks that happened the month before, you know, because Columbus Day is you know, October and oh, Thanksgiving is in November. It took a month to get over. You yeah, know. I know. I know. It just, it cracked me up. And so to this day, and what was funny is at the same time, I think this was, it was the same year, I guess, Thor came out. That's how long ago this was. All right. So, so and the only reason I know that is because like later that day we were watching South Park and South Park did a very Thor episode where they were rewriting history uh, and doing like a point of view of like Thor. And I remember looking at my sister going, man, Susan, listen to this guy. They know what they're talking about. She's like, shut up, Jason. 
but nice. Yeah, I got a big kick out of that. She'll be on the next episode of Drunk History. That's actually what it felt like right there. <laughs> felt like a Drunk History uh, episode right there. I was like, I, wow. I think they, I think they tend to get it more right than that, though. Oh, I know. Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyways, yes. All right. So, so uh, unpopular opinion. You want to end it on that? Where we at? Where we yeah, at? Let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap up. Well, one of these days we'll get the unpopular okay, opinion. Okay, go for it. We'll just have a whole lot of unpopular opinion episode. A whole lot of unpopular <laughs> opinions. All right. Unpopular opinion is the uh, Matt Damon of our Jimmy Kimmel show. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Apologies to Matt Damon. Apologies, Apologies uh, to unpopular opinion. I couldn't read your handwriting. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so anyways, uh, uh, thank you for joining us. Yes. And, um, we'll have a longer one next week. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a longer one. We, we're, we're, we're gaining steam. We got 23 uh, listens last week. Uh, that's 40, 60 years and like roughly 30 teeth. Yeah. I don't know how many teeth are in the human body, but uh, I'm sure there's, there's some, you know, downstairs. 33, right? Huh? I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the dentist isn't uh, available. No. He's down the road. It's called brain. <clears throat> yep. So with that, uh, thank you for uh, putting your ear holes on us tonight. Bye. Bye. Bye.